Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, welcome back for those of you that are joining me again here for this uh, Wednesday, July 19th morning prayer uh, podcast. Um, For those that are new to this podcast, I want to give a quick overview of what this is about. Uh, If you're struggling with maintaining a consistent prayer and devotional life, I found this... uh, practice of what is called the daily office to be a great help to me. This is a practice out of the um, Anglican tradition, out of the English church. Uh, It's a practice of daily morning and evening prayer. Uh, It's a a set service, uh, what we call a liturgical service, which means there's set prayers, set responses, there's a set uh, reading list, that sort of thing. Um, One thing that helped me with this is that Sometimes when I'm coming to the Lord in prayer, it's I can almost feel a little overwhelmed as far as oh I've got to remember to pray for this or I've got to remember to do this or oh I you know I think I sinned today I messed up somewhere I better make sure I confess that and oh did I miss this or oh did I pray for so and so or you know that sort of thing. So what this helps is it helps in keeping a a focus, giving a a sort of roadmap to having that time with the Lord where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm confessing my sin. I'm giving him worship and adoration. I'm spending time in the word. I'm spending time, uh, I'm spending time praying for others. I'm spending time giving God thanks for his blessings. So for me, what brought me to this practice is, um, I grew up in the Anglican tradition, so I had some familiarity with it already. But this is not something where you have to uh, be Anglican or have to attend a certain church or anything like that. This is for anyone who is a Christian, who believes in God, and that Jesus was the Son of God, that he died on the cross for our sins, that he rose again, that he ascended into heaven... Uh, in fact, that's part of the service is going through a, a, a creed that outlines our faith. So uh, if you're a Christian, if you believe these things, then this is for you. If if you want to uh, try this out and see if it's something that can help uh, bring some structure and focus to your prayer and devotion life, um, give this a try. And there's some ways that you can follow along with this order of service. Um, one way is to go to dailyoffice2019.com. Um, make sure you're on morning prayer for July 19th, 2023, and you can follow right along that way. Uh, the reason why it's 2019 is because this is the uh, Book of Common Prayer, uh, which is the uh, service book, the litur- liturgy book for the Anglican Church. Uh, This is the edition published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, And if you want to follow along on that church's website also, it is anglicanchurch.net. And if you click on the resources tab and look for Book of Common Prayer, you can click on that. And there are some uh, files that uh, have the order of service for morning prayer and evening prayer. Uh, there's also a PDF that has the entire Book of Common Prayer in it as well. Um, so there's some different ways to follow along with the service that, uh, in that way. 
Also, if you'd like, you can just feel free to uh, listen and uh, pray along here in this podcast. I'll be reading through the entire service, and hopefully it is a blessing to you. So, before we get started, uh, I always like to take a moment just to spend in in silence, in uh, preparation, just to prepare my heart for worship. So, I invite you to do the same. Okay, so as I said, this is morning prayer for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. This is the Wednesday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. And as we enter into the service, there's always uh, an opening sentence of scripture to begin the service. So uh, we'll begin with that. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For those who typically have uh, followed along with morning prayer in the past, 
normally we uh, say the the nighty, which is Psalm 95 uh, at this point in the service. But since the Venite, since Psalm 95 is part of our regular uh, psalm reading for today, we will be saying what is called the Jubilate, which is Psalm 100. <clears throat> and as with the Venite, there is a an opening and closing uh, responsory, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. <clears throat> so the Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 19th day of the month begin with the Venite with Psalm 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Going on to Psalm 96. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the whole earth. Sing unto the Lord and praise his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his honor to the nations and his wonders to all peoples. For the Lord is great and highly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the nations, they are but idols. But it is the Lord who made the heavens. Glory and majesty are before him. Power and honor are in his sanctuary. 
Ascribe unto the Lord, O you families of the peoples. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and power. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Tell it out among the nations, the Lord is king. It is he who has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise, and all that is therein. Let the field be joyful, and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. And going on to Psalm 97. The Lord is king, let the earth be glad. Indeed, let the multitude of the isles be glad. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the foundation of his throne. There goes a fire before him, and burns up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave light to the world. The earth saw it and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens have declared his righteousness, and all the people have seen his glory. Confounded be all those who worship carved images, and who delight in false gods. Worship him, all you gods. Zion heard of it and rejoiced, and the daughters of Judah were glad because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. O you who love the Lord, see that you hate the thing which is evil. The Lord preserves the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. A light has sprung up for the righteous, and joyful gladness for those who are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> the first lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from the first book of Samuel, beginning with the tenth chapter and the first verse. <clears throat> then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Has not the Lord anointed you to be prince over his people Israel? And you shall reign over the people of the Lord, and you will save them from the hand of their surrounding enemies. And this shall be the sign to you that the Lord has anointed you to be prince over his heritage. When you depart from me today, you will meet two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say to you, 
The donkeys that you went to seek are found. And now your father has ceased to care about the donkeys and is anxious about you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on from there farther and come to the oak of Tabor. Three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you there. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall accept from their hand. After that you shall come to Gibeath Elohim, where there is a garrison of the Philistines. And there, as soon as you come to the city, you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre before them, prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and be turned into another man. Now when these signs meet you, do what your hand finds to do, for God is with you. Then go down before me to Gilgal. And behold, I am coming down to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait until I come to you and show you what you shall do. When he turned his back to leave Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all these signs came to pass that day. When they came to Gibeah, behold, a group of prophets met him. And the Spirit of God rushed upon him, and he prophesied among them. And when all who knew him previously saw how he prophesied with the prophets, the people said to one another, What has come over the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And a man of the place answered, And who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When he had finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Saul's uncle said to him and to his servant, Where did you go? And he said, To seek the donkeys. And when they saw they were not to be found, we went to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Please tell me what Samuel said to you. And Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys had been found. But about the matter of the kingdom of which Samuel had spoken, he did not tell him anything. Now Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah. And he said to the people of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians, and from the hand of all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God who saves you from all your calamities and your distresses. And you have said to him, Set a king over us. Now therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. Then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was taken by Lot. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its clans, and the clan of of the Matrites was taken by Lot, and Saul the son of Kish was taken by Lot. But when they sought him, he could not be found. So they inquired again of the Lord, Is there a man still to come? And the Lord said, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. Then they ran and took him from there. 
And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people, from his shoulders upward. And Samuel said to all the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? There is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Then Samuel told the people the rights and duties of the kingship, and he wrote them in a book and laid it up before the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people away, each one to his home. Saul also went to his home at Gibeah, and with him went men of valor, whose hearts God had touched. But some worthless fellows said, How can this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no present, but he held his peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Let us say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the first chapter and the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the church of God that is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia, Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, 
who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we shall share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. For our boast is this, the testimony of our conscience, that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God, and supremely so toward you. For we are not writing to you anything other than what you read and understand, and I hope you will fully understand, just as you did partially understand us, that on the day of our Lord Jesus you will boast of us as we will boast of you. Because I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first, so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia, and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Do I make my plans according to the flesh, ready to say yes, yes, and no, no, at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ, and has anointed us, and who has also put his seal on us, and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we work with you for your joy, for you stand firm in your faith. For I made up my mind not to make another painful visit to you. For if I cause you pain, who is there to make me glad but the one whom I have pained? And I wrote as I did, so that when I came I might not suffer pain from those who should have made me rejoice. For I felt sure of all of you, that my joy would be the joy of you all. For I wrote to you out of much affliction and anguish of heart, 
and with many tears, not to cause you pain, but to let you know the abundant love that I have for you. Now, if anyone has caused pain, he has caused it not to me, but in some measure, not to put it too severely, to all of you. For such a one, this punishment by the majority is enough. So you should rather turn to forgive and comfort him, or he may be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. So I beg you to reaffirm your love for him. For this is why I wrote, that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and, that we may receive what we ask, teach us by your Holy Spirit to ask only those things that are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the same Spirit lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin, nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. This is now the part of the prayer service where you are free to offer your own intercessions, offer your own petitions to the Lord, whether for yourself or for others or for your community, whatever the Lord lays on your heart. You feel free to pause this podcast now to do that, and we'll come back together for the Thanksgiving. So now, having brought our petitions before the Lord, let us thank him for his blessings in the words of the general Thanksgiving. Let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies 
that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, that concludes our morning prayer service for this Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully this is uh, something that has been as beneficial to you as it has been to me. Even uh, just recording these uh, these prayers is a blessing in my life. And hopefully, as I said, it's a blessing to yours as well. And if it has, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, feel free to drop me a line at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Um, you can also reach me on Twitter at commonprayer419. If you happen to live in the Northwest Ohio area, uh, where I'm from here, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm excited as to the possibilities that, uh, that this may bring as far as, uh, community formation and fellowship and, you know, who knows what God can, can do with this. So, uh, again, I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to Common Prayer wherever you're listening to this. Uh, I know we're on, um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addict, uh, Deezer, um, trying to get on Apple Podcasts, so, uh, Amazon, I believe, is on there as well. So just uh, wherever you happen to be listening to this, uh, definitely uh, subscribe so you don't miss a prayer service. Uh, and I believe that should wrap things up for uh, this Wednesday morning. Uh, again, this is Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. I hope that the Lord richly blesses you today, and I will see you next time.